0: Isaiah 54 and verse 1. He says, Sing barren woman. All right. He says, Sing barren woman who never had a baby. Fill the air with what? With song. You've never experienced childbirth. You are ending up with more children than those who are those. Child bearing women, God said so. Uh, 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 uh. You know, when the Bible talks about saying, Oh, parent woman, it's not just talking about babies, it's talking about visions. Say amen, somebody. It's talking about businesses, it's talking about ministries. It says, Those of you who have been barren, you've not seen childbirth in a law, in fact, all your life you don't even know or have experience of childbirth the bible says you should sing louder than the others oh because you're gonna end up having more children than those who are already bearing children i prophesy in the name of the lord you're gonna have more children be it in vision be it in whatever spiritual things be it in fruitfulness you're gonna have more than those who already have say amen to that He said, God says so. Clear lots of your ground for your he said, clear lots of ground for your tents. Ah I I, I wish somebody understand this. He said you should clear more grounds for the kind of tents you are the houses you are gonna build. Uh, clear clear more grounds because now you are gonna have a lot of children that requires more grounds to play. I might talk into somebody. Say, clear lots of ground for your tents. Make your tents what large, spread out, think big, stop thinking small. I say, stop thinking small, think big. Look at your neighbor, say, think big. He said, use plenty of ropes, drive the tent. Begs deep on the ground. Build a serious foundation in this January. As you are praying and fasting. Because something heavy is coming. Ah. So drive your tent the 10 pegs deep. You are going to need a lot of elbow room. For your growing family. Say amen to that then read that next sentence you are going to what take over what a whole nations take over nations thank you father lord bless the ministration of your word grant us knowledge and understanding and wisdom in jesus name amen Jeremiah chapter 45 and verse 4 and 5. Jeremiah 45 verse 4 and 5. Uh, if you start, maybe let's start from verse 1. Um, verse 1, He says, The word that Jeremiah the prophet speak unto Barak, the son of Neriah i have been this is one of the scriptures i prayed many years ago that god would give me a baroque say amen to that who is a baroque a baroque is someone that's transcribing what you are saying into books say amen so jeremiah had a pa or a secretary called Barak. so the bible says the word that came the word that jeremiah the prophet spake unto barak the son of nerea when he had written these words in a book at the mouth of jeremiah so this was the person that was transcribing what jeremiah taught everything jeremiah said in a message this was the person transcribing it i remember praying this prayer i think it was six or seven years ago i prayed it earnestly lord give me a barak that will transcribe my messages into books say amen because that's how many of these Joyce Meyer wrote 300 books. They don't sit down to write. They teach and people transcribe them. Are we together, church? Alright. So I, I prayed that prayer. So that's why this scripture came to mind. Um, you know, when I was studying. he said, When he had written these words in a book at the mouth of Jeremiah, in the fourth year of Joachim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, saying, Next verse. Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, unto thee, O Barak. Say amen to that. So, whose word is Jeremiah speaking to Barak? The word of the Lord. He said, Thou didst say, Woe is me, for the Lord hath added grief to my sorrow. I fainted in my sign, and I find no rest. Nezrez. Thus shalt thou say unto him, Thus saith the Lord. Behold, that which I have built will I break down He said, that which I have planted I will block up, even this whole land Next verse: And seekest thou great things for thyself Why are you seeking great things for yourself? Seek them not He said, don't go and be seek- seeking big things for yourself when you seek big things seek them for god Uh -uh, uh uh-uh you are not here i said when you seek big things seek them for who for god when you seek big things don't seek them for yourself many people are in the kingdom of god many people are in church seeking great things for themselves that's okay but that's a low level we are looking for men who are seeking great things for god Uh uh-uh your amen your amen so when the bible is telling you to enlarge your tent that you should, you should clear grounds. He's not telling you to clear ground for you. It's telling you to clear ground so that God will be able to do what he wants to do on the earth. Are you here church? God is telling you think big, not for yourself. Think big for God. Think big for God. Because you see, this is the reason why many of us are in grief. And are in sorrow. So he's telling Barak, he said, Barak, the reason why you are complaining that you are in grief, you are in sorrow, things are not working for you, things are not happening for you, is because you are seeking great things for yourself. Why don't you seek great things for me? Is anybody here? Am I whispering to somebody here? I'm casting news from heaven today. If you can only seek great things for God, you will see amazing things happen in your life in this 2024. So don't seek great things for yourself, seek them not. For behold, I will bring evil. You see, hey, hey, church, oh my god, you see, everything you acquire on this earth. Let me be honest with you for those of you who are dying for material things, everything you will acquire on this earth, every material progress substance, wealth, houses, cars, whatever you think are measures of success, when you get to heaven, they will never be remembered. They, you see, they, those things don't count in heaven. Are you here, church? They don't do what? They don't count in heaven. When you get to heaven, heaven is not going to tell you, oh, you own 30 properties on the earth. Uh-uh. No. No. It's all the things that you did, the great things you did for God, that would... Oh. Alright. Uh, oh boy. I don't even know where to begin this message. Um, let, me, let me deal with faith first. I, for me, I, I believe that one of the highest laws of the Spirit is the law of faith. Somebody said the law of faith. Um, the Bible talks about there are three forces that abided here on the earth. He it says, is faith, hope, and love. He said these three, the greatest of them is what? Is love. I believe that the highest law in the spirit is the law of love 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 that's why if you don't understand love you will never god really will never be able to trust you and let me also say this to you faith walketh by love hello church Uh, the reason why god did that is because faith can do the impossible faith with faith you can accomplish anything in the world in fact everything about your christian life not even just christian life everything about your life is faith-based is connected to faith listen there is a connection between faith and righteousness hello church i think it's in romans chapter 1 verse 16 the bible says hearing is the righteousness of god revealed from faith to faith as it is written "The just shall live how by faith so your faith is connected to your righteousness say amen faith is connected to healing you cannot receive your healing without what? without faith faith is connected to finances it's connected to prosperity faith is connected to your salvation the bible says for with the heart man believeth and with the mouth what happens? confession is made unto what? salvation so that means and you know faith is believing your heart and speak with your mouth for if you shall say unto who? this mountain be thou removed be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in your heart but believe that those things which you say shall come to pass you shall have what whatsoever you say that's mark eleven twenty three. so so faith is connected to what to moving mountains you can't move mountains then faith stops everything satan has Whatever Satan can throw on you, faith can stop it. Ah, yeah. Ephesians 6:16 6, says he says, Take keep the shield of faith. Wherewith you shall be able to quench every fiery dart of the devil. How many fiery darts? All fiery darts of Satan. Everything Satan has can be stopped by faith. There is, hey, yeah, yeah yeah Church, when you don't have faith, you blame circumstances. You blame people. You blame your trouble. Eh-eh. Men of faith don't blame anything. Men of faith release their faith. And Satan has to stop. I'm telling you. He said, put on the whole armor of God. That you may be able to withstand all the wiles of Satan. Put it on. Take off your shield of faith. Faith is connected to everything in life. I mean you really can't receive anything from God without faith. Amen, somebody. The Bible says, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, for without faith it is what? Impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Say amen to that. Without faith you cannot subdue kingdoms. The Bible says, time will fail me. 11... Uh, chapter 11 of hebrews verse 32 he said time will fail me to talk about men like Barak, men like gideon men like moses it will talk about men like david men like samuel and the prophets who through faith subdued what kingdoms rob righteousness they they put aliens to flight am i talking to somebody here these are men who conquer territories with faith You can't do anything in life without faith. Listen to me, church. If you don't build your faith in these last days, you you will not only be a means meet to the devil, but you will go to hell. You will so backslide, it's not even funny. Your faith is so important. In fact, in these last days now, if you want to really thrive, build your faith. And faith comes at how? By hearing and hearing what? The word of God. I will also teach you how faith is, is, is also built because the Bible says building yourself on your most holy faith. By what? Praying what? In the Holy Ghost. Jude verse 20. It's only one chapter. Say build yourself on your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. So you really can't do anything without faith. Please, I want to encourage you this year. I told you go and listen to Kenneth Hagin messages go and find his books he was a man that taught me faith when i was young when i was in bible school when i was a, you know a young believer i thank god that in my in the, the first stages of my life i ran into the books of kenneth Hagin. boy he did i'm telling you whatever i believe i am today those are the things that built me that's why i've become a daredevil. Just tell me something can be done. We are heading there. Uh-uh. Your, your amen, your amen. Just tell me something is impossible. That's where we are going. Are you here, church? <laughs> the, the government said, no, no No church must gather 50. We are planning a conference that were, over 5,000, 7,000 people are going to attend. Everybody is saying, in fact, even the guest speakers called me. <laughs> I remember Apostle Joshua said, but... Uh, Uh, the last time I checked uh, uh, South Africa is still 50 I said bro start packing your bags to get here as far as I'm concerned that 50 does not concern me we are men of faith and guess what the conference kept coming son was it the day of the conference the day the conference started president came out and announced two and a half thousand they said Now, what if I say somebody shall faith? Please have faith. Oh, have faith. All this. Oh. Now, faith are in three levels. Let me tell you the three levels of faith. Number one, the first level of faith is faith for your personal needs. Your personal needs, personal goals, personal achievements. Faith for your personal needs, personal goals, personal achievements. My God. If you have gone to read Kenneth Hagin materials, you will see some of these things I'm telling you. I told you I'm going to be preaching a lot from his material. You will see some of them. So this is faith where you believe God for your car, your house, your healing, your increase, your anointing, your favor. Everything is believing for yourself. Somebody say amen. There is nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. I want you to have faith to believe God for all the things that you need personally your personal goals your vision your business your personal your marriage your family that things will be in order in your life you should have that faith say amen somebody you cannot get to a point where satan is running haywire in your life Uh -uh. things must be in place are we together church then secondly we have faith for others this is where you start believing god for others to be blessed other people's vision to be accomplished where others should be healed say amen to that this is where you believe god for other people to prosper not just you he must go beyond you your faith must go beyond you otherwise it becomes self-centered faith it becomes selfish and that's the reason why we have corporate prayer because when we gather here for corporate prayer we're not only praying for ourselves we're praying for others People come in here and we are praying for the salvation of souls Like we did yesterday And some people think, oh I just wasted my fast No, it's part of releasing your faith And let me tell you God has more respect for that Than believing God for your own personal goal Can I hear an amen from this Holy Ghost Church? God has more respect for that Where you can believe God for others You can trust God for others Say amen to that That means you wake up every day, you pray for your pastor. Okay. No amen here. Believe, pray for your pastor's wife. Pray for his family. You pray for the pastors in the church. You pray for the deacons and the leaders. Am I talking to somebody? Extend the prayer to somebody else. Don't let your prayer a whole hour, two hours, three hours, be all about me, myself, and I. So there is a faith for praying For others, releasing your faith for other people That happens in Corporate prayer and that's why corporate prayer In church you can't despise In fact, let me tell you church To be honest, gathering for It's good to have your personal time with God But don't miss corporate prayers Hey (sighs) How many of you know the game Of soccer or rugby? You must know one At least If you don't know The other day, uh, was it my children? They said we should go. We should watch rugby. I just saw people picking up ball, running up and down. I have no clue what they are doing. Amen. But I understand soccer. Now, church, in the soccer pitch, we have uh, how many on one side? Eleven on one side. Eleven on the opponent's side. Have you ever seen a soccer match where there is one person on one side and eleven on the other side? now church that's what happens when we come for corporate prayer because when we are two, 11 on this side remember satan is already on 11 on his side our corporate gathering we score and uh, we win their match you are not here you are not here our corporate gathering we do what we win the match that's why it's important like this overnight prayer show up Don't say no, they're not praying for my car. They're not praying for my house. Uh -uh, Come, that's how we are winning the match. Because now your faith is connected to your brother, your sister, connected to everyone, the pastors, connected to me. And then now with that corporate faith, we then go and say, Satan, stop there. And you will not cross this line. Are we together, church? So there is faith for others. But I want to give you the third level. Which I want to start with today. As we build faith. The third level of faith. Is the highest level. And this is the faith. That brings God's purposes. God's dreams. God's goals. To come to pass on the earth. This is when you go into prayer. And begin to know the mind of God. And what he wants to do on the earth. And begin to birth them. These are now men that take nations. Uh, okay, let me talk to this side. These are men that... This is the kind of people heaven rejoice over. When they wake up, heaven rejoices. Because they're going to be dealing with the issues of the things and the purposes of God. They no longer live for themselves. Oh, okay, let me talk to this side. They no longer... They, they, their problem is not wake up and think... I need butter, I need bread, I need food uh-uh. Their problem is How do we take over South Africa for Jesus? Uh, what, what kind of Programs can I put together Even if it costs 5 million Can I put together for souls to be one? These are people that wake up every morning Thinking of the purposes of God How can we get President Cyril saved? How, am I here tonight church? This, you must enter this level this year That's the level where this church is Look at your neighbor say, ascend, 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 stop, leave leave the ground, leave the ground, the ground is for the crowd, the moment you start flying, you are few, oh yeah, you are few, once you start flying, you are few, say amen somebody, that's why there can be a billion planes on the ground, but there is only few planes, a billion cars on the ground, but there is only few planes in the air, am I talking to somebody here? You will join that flight tonight. I say you will join that flight tonight. You will join that flight tonight. You need to begin to bet the purposes of God. What does God have in mind for South Africa in 2023? Who will bring it to pass? Who is going to win all the souls? Who is going to win all these people that are perishing? Do you know that somebody has died and gone to hell today? Hello. Somebody has gone to hell today, and then all we are thinking is how to buy more houses, more cars. Is there anything wrong with that? No, no. But you must have at the back of your mind, I'm here for the for a bigger picture than me. He says, "Seek thou great things for thyself." He said, Don't. "No, no, no, no. Seek them not. Seek them for God." seek them for who for god who do you seek them for so why is your business growing this year come on now talk back to me why are you gonna why are you gonna have a multi-billion run business for god why do you have to build hospitals for god why do we need to be on television for god why do we need cameras for god say amen to that so when you have this at the back of your mind the idea of all church wants is my money that flies out of the window Because we are here For the bigger picture We are not here for ourselves Somebody shall faith for giant strides Say it like you are serious Faith for giant strides One more time Say faith for giant strides So this kind of faith Is the faith that goes And interacts with God And descends them heart of God And God will say to you, you know, in South Africa this year, I've planned that 20 million be saved. And then all your prayer will be, Lord, 20 million souls. 20 million souls. Father, 20 million souls. And let me, you know, I said something in the prayer yesterday. The Bible says, listen, some of you think that there is no reward for this. Church, the Bible says, he that reapeth, receiveth what? Wages. They receive what? Wages. So that means, God has a salary budget. And you know, God's kind of salary is not just monetary. It's your health. It's your marriage. So you wonder why many people, marriages are at peace. And yours is a war zone. Your marriage is Hamas and Israel. Right now as I speak. But you find some people, their marriage is heaven on earth. Those are rewards from God. Ah, those are what rewards from god listen your your job there is a difference between your work and your job i've said this years ago to you your work is your purpose from heaven your job is what you do to just make sure you are a blessing to humanity that you don't sit idle but there is a purpose somebody said there is a purpose so what god does with your purpose or your work is he rewards you or your job pays you a salary are we together church that's why church if you are living for yourself stop that life stop this prayer for me i must make progress i must do this i'm a uh-uh. bishop Oedipo shared something years ago he said he was talking about how he got married he said, so him and his wife, his, um, the friend, gathered together. He said, listen, we are going to believe God for spouse. Let's start praying towards who God will give us as a wife. So him and his friend, they began prayer. But Bishop Oedek was saying, when they started the prayer, he began to pray for his friend. He never asked God for a wife. God, give me my wife. He said, every time they gathered, his prayer was for his friend. And he said, you know, God is so humorous. He said, we haven't prayed the prayer for long. God gave me my wife first. And we are still praying for my friend. (laughs) You know, church, this is the level you must enter. This is the level where Abraham is. Abraham is called father of what? Uh -uh, Father of Kauten. Father of provinces. Father of townships father of what? Nations. That's the level you must enter. That's where your father Abraham is. Say amen to somebody. When when Abraham was here, he was a father of nations. He was a father of what? Nations. In fact, I think it was in Genesis 18 around verse 3 or 4 or 5 or 6 where God said shall I do a, shall I hide anything from my friend Abraham? Hey, say may God not hide something from you. He said, shall I hide anything from Abraham? Meaning that God said, listen, this guy does not live for himself. He lives for my purpose. So I can't hide this thing I'm about to do. Now, remember, where this thing happened was when God wanted to destroy Sodom. And And the Bible said, God said, listen, there is an executive meeting that just happened in heaven. Nobody on earth knows. God is about to destroy Sodom. It is God himself that looked at everybody and said, hey, There is one man I have on earth Abraham Shall I hide anything from Oh there you go The Lord in verse 17 And the Lord said Shall I hide from Abraham That thing which I do And guess what God was not wrong Because this boy As soon as he heard these words What did he do He went into intercession He went into prayer Lord If there be 50 people in Sodom Will you destroy it said no i won't he came down started coming down kept coming down kept coming down until he got to 10. and god said no if i find 10 i won't i wish abraham prayed one more prayer and said god if there is one because there was lot his cousin that's why you never give up until you find your answer don't stop praying Don't stop. Let somebody, I've prayed for this thing now for one year. Keep praying. I say, keep praying. Yeah. I wish Abraham continued that intercession. And say, Lord, what if there is one? God will say, okay, Lot is there. God would not have destroyed Sodom. Maybe he would have found another way to correct them. But because Abraham stopped his intercession at 10. And when God said to him, I can't find 10. okay god go ahead and do what you need to do but these are men oh jesus these are men who men and women who they're not living for themselves anymore in fact we have another story in the bible where a woman has started her life you know what she said esther chapter 4 he said if i perish let me what perish was she perishing because she was suffering hello church where did esther make that comment Esther made that comment when there was a guy called Haman that wanted to kill the whole Jews to kill Christians and Esther was the wife of the king and Esther happened to be a Jew and Mordecai beckoned on Esther and said Esther, my daughter, there is war between us and Haman Haman has secured uh, permission to destroy all the Jews and you need to do something for, for us You need to do something right away I wish many Christians were like Esther Because many Christians What we will do As long as we are comfortable Every other person can suffer We don't care Why should I pray Why should I pray for somebody else to be saved After all me, my house will be saved Why should I not believe God for i Why should I believe God for For What's his name was the EFF guy, Julius? Why? Why should I believe God for them, for their salvation? Why should I believe God for? Is it? Was the one for DA? What? stain Heisen? What? Why? No, you should. Say Amen. Esther says, "Listen, this thing is not about me. It's not about me. I wish they can find that scripture." Oh, there you go. 4 verse 16. He said, Go gather together all the Jews that are present in where? In Shushan. He said, Fast ye for me. Neither eat or drink three days, night or day. Today, we can't even get Christians to fast. There are people, you know, there are people in this church. When we began this fast, you know what they are saying to themselves, my business is doing well. My marriage is okay. I have children. So there is no point. As we are talking, they are eating. As In this church hall, they are not pregnant. They are not breastfeeding. That, those are the only two excuses I give, As, And medication. They are not. But they feel that I am comfortable. But look at Esther. Esther is in the palace. She is the wife of the king remember even when she asked to see the king the king said esther what do you have need of almost to what half of my what that means esther owns the half 50 percent of the kingdom of atacesis he owned it she owned it and yet was not seated comfortably in the palace fast ye for me neither eat nor drink three days night nor day i also Somebody say I also. I also and my maidens will fast likewise. So I will go in unto the king. Which is not according to the law. Read the last statement. And if I perish. Are there still men who are ready to perish to save a nation? These are the people I'm talking about. These are the generals. are people we call generals not all these noisemakers these are if i perish let me perish we will have that conference if i'm locked up in jail let me be locked up if they want to kill me let me kill me but as for this conference we will have it even when the law says 50 because i know souls will be saved during covid i read it with my two eyes that 33,000 youths got pregnant during COVID. 33,000. And they said out of it, 40% of, 35% was under the age of 14. During January fast, I'm in church. We fasted to make sure that we don't just do where three or two or three are gathered. Yeah, you know. I know you won't like this kind of message. We are looking for God. Give me a thousand cars. Uh -uh. This is the kind of messages that bring the thousand cars. Because when you seek first what? The kingdom of God. What happens? All the things that people are running after. They come and look for you. I don't go anywhere. I'm seated in the office. Everything comes to meet me here. Everything. Say everything. Say it like you are serious. Say everything. Everything. Everything comes to meet me on this ground. Everything. People call me from overseas. On this, I'm on this ground. They are calling me. The Lord instructed me. The Lord woke me up. Somebody sent me a message on TikTok yesterday. I want to be a blessing to you and your ministry. I said, "Okay, go ahead." This morning, I saw proof of. Come on. In some thousands, are we together? I don't know the guy from a bar of soap, from TikTok, but we we have made up our mind if I perish let me perish I need men who will say that like Esther if I perish let me perish but this gospel must be preached I'm looking for men and women who by the time they start threatening us that the day you call the name of Jesus we shoot you and we still have thousands of people in this church I'm still that's why I'm preaching this message because those days are coming. When people are walking with AK47 inside the church. And start pointing them. If A, say you deny Jesus. We will let you go outside. Or you look them in the face and put the trigger in your mouth. And say listen, as the Lord live it. And as thy soul live it. I will not deny Jesus Christ. Go ahead and pull the trigger. Say amen somebody. Those are, those are Christians. Those are Christians. I remember going to Togo to have Togo is a totally Muslim nation going to have crusade beaten with stripes beaten to to the point where if you are not serious you will turn back we still went ahead for the crusade Ah, men that has started their life for the gospel I'm looking for men like that this bread and butter Christianity mm -hmm. please let's ascend let's ascend Look at your neighbor say, grow up, grow up. Grow up. It's time, it's time to stop crying for, for milk. Like, nyeh, nyeh. that's how babies are. Yeah, huh? How many of you have babies? When they're hungry, they cry. When they're happy, they cry. When they overfeed themselves, they cry. They ate, they ate by themselves. And then their tummy is pain in them. Nyeh, nyeh, nyeh. Hey, you should have stopped sucking. And that's the kind of people that we have seated in church today unfortunately cry for every little thing but we're looking for men that has saddened their life for the gospel they say it's impossible that's where you are going they say it cannot happen you go there they say this place is dangerous that's where you are going as long as you have heard from the Lord you just check out and say I'm going there to preach the gospel I'm going. There are witches that want to kill you. I'm going. Say amen, somebody. There are threats from all manner of people. You are going. Say amen, somebody. Years ago, I used to have the head of my protocol was Sandro. And his assistant was the King Francis. And one day I got a call. "Eh, So you think you can preach whatsoever you want on the pulpit. We are coming to assassinate you. I called Sandro I said, Sandro, I just got a call I don't know who, it was a black guy Black guy's voice I said, they've called, they were threatening my life And they said they're coming to assassinate me Sandro said Can you trace the number? I said, no, it's a private number Sandro left his house, drove to my house I didn't tell him to come He came there with his car And to my surprise After we spoke, he left I didn't know he stayed at my gate and slept there just to make sure that he secures me. Men that hazarded their life. Do we have such protocols today? <laughs> Sle- Believe me, Sandro is still alive. Sandro slept at my gate before God. I like when I woke up to pray. I opened my curtains. There is a black car by my gate. Ah, Sandro. He said, Yeah. yeah because he has or, or also he's loaded. Yeah. I like loaded people. Glory to God. Amen. Somebody. Are we together at church? Men that hazard the next day was service. It was Wednesday service. I came to preach. Say amen. Amen. I didn't check out and go to America and say, Oh, let it cool down. Uh -uh. If I perish, let me perish. That's why we preach the way we preach. You are offended, get over yourself. Get over yourself. God is looking for such men. That's the kind of faith we want to generate this year. Please as for your needs. Please understand that they are taken care of. Let me tell you. Let me, I am living in that. I, I, I don't wake up in the morning and pray for needs. Eh, 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 eh. No. No. I don't. I don't. What needs? These material things. mean nothing if god says give everything you have today we are ready to give it say amen somebody we've done it many times it's not today we started i remember when we bought our house this house my family was so elated oh my god when they got into the house it was like oh you know we just because we we had just moved from a flat not long we bought a house close to that one and then we saw this house it was owned by a white guy whose wife was one of the top people in standard bank, white lady then got into this house, I said I will buy it with the whole furniture, bought the house my family was so excited like everybody was, it was six bedrooms, six bathrooms, everybody was excited you know this one is dashing to this room, I will take this room, I will take that room, I will take this and I looked my late wife in the face and I said baby, as much as we are excited about this first day if the Lord asks for it, this house is gone her countenance went from here. <laughs> like, Who thinks of that in the middle of moving into a house? You should be excited for moving into a fresh... I mean, this house was just newly built, re- perfectly I mean, for our needs. And then that's the comment I made. Because everything I live for is Christ. He said, for me to live is what? It's Christ. For me to die is gain. Please check out from the self Christianity. Let's get on this level. This is the level where God is looking for. Say amen to that. These are men who hazard their life for God. For the kingdom. Say amen to that. How many of you will be like Esther? Who will say if I perish, let me perish. But as for the kingdom, it must be built. As for souls, we must win them this year. Whatever it will cost me, I will make sure that I get somebody every month. Everybody in this church. At least one month. Bring one person. One month. One person must be established in faith through you. Are we together church? Listen. I am not telling you science fiction. If you do these things. You will seek God. You haven't seen blessing. Have you seen blessing pursue you? The other day, I was laying on the bed, and my wife was sitting on the couch in our, bed, in our bedroom. I received a call from the bank. You have just been sent money from Ireland. See? My wife looked at me and said, Only you can, only you can this happen to. I say, In Jesus' name, Amen. But she didn't stop there. Thank God I'm also married to you. No, she didn't say that. I made that up. Amen. I'm sure in her heart she said, I thank God I'm married to a man like you. Amen, somebody. Are we together? Yeah, that's when you sit down and things that you don't pray for comes to you. But you see, you must live for him. Okay. The amen went, it went lower. So, so then you now see what, what Jeremiah prophesied from the Lord to Barak. And say, Barak, as much as you are writing my books, I'm sure, Barak, the Bible didn't say that. But I'm sure that everything Barak wrote down, he wanted salary, he wanted pay. You know there are Christians like that. They can't do anything for the church except you. Are, they pay them. I always tell these band guys, if I stop paying you, will you still be in this church? That's when we know you are a son. He's not calling me daddy. All the people that work here, am I saying I will stop paying? No. But what if it happens? That I say from today, you are no longer getting a, a, a money from the church. Will you still do what you are doing? That's when you know you are a son in the house. You are a daughter in the house. Hello church. I, am I preaching tonight? This message I know is too high but you need to come up. Amen. He said to him, come up either. Come up, hither There are some things you don't hear on the ground. You have to hear this with your spiritual ears. Come up. Come up. So he said to Barak, listen, not sayeth the Lord, you are complaining every day that things are rough. You are in sorrow. He said, but God says to you, seekest thou great things for thyself. Why are you seeking them? Seek them not. Stop. Stop seeking great things for yourself. Stop. Wake up every morning. Seek great things for God. Wake up every morning. Pray for God's kingdom. Pray for the growth of this church. Pray, pray Are we together church? Pray That God will fill up this auditorium to capacity That we will start thinking of building another one And then make this our youth hall Say amen to that somebody So our youth will be in a 7,000 capacity youth hall Say amen And then we will be in a 50,000 seat auditorium Is anybody believing God for that? But Apostle, why do we need all that people? Listen to me. (laughs) Let me tell you a story. I heard from, who was that? I can't remember. Was it Samadiemi? I heard it from him. I don't know if it was him or another man of God was traveling on the flight. And fortunately, he was sitting beside Baba Adebui in the flight in business class. And he said to him, Baba, Nigeria is in such a bad state. Things are terrible. Everything is going wrong. Our leaders are all idol worshippers, scalems, thieves, criminals that are leading us. What is going on? What why is God not doing something about it? He said, How do we pray our prayer? We need to there, there must be something we are praying wrong. And he said, When he finished talking, Baba Debuye replied with one sentence. He said, Just pray to God. That there will be more righteous men. That's the solution. More what? Righteous men. More righteous men. Imagine if when EFF gathered in the stadium, all of them are Holy Ghost filled, born again Christians. Do you think we'll be scared of tomorrow? Imagine when Mbombela. Look at how many people that died. There is possibility that those people that died and went. There's so many of them or even all of them went to hell on their way to rally for a political party and yet come to church they won't come imagine if our president is a tongue talking believer that wakes up in the morning prays for 3 hours before he goes to work you haven't seen a nation prosper today kenya has become one of the most blessed I mean, Kenya is in Africa. Kenya, I don't see any reason why Kenya should be traveling out to anywhere. I'm telling you. Now, South Africa just made them visa-free to South Africa because they can see how blessed they are. President is a believer. Wakes up in the morning, he built a church inside presidential quarters. They have service. Pray in tongues, hear from the Lord, receive counsel, from the Lord and men of God. How will you go astray? But we have leaders who say that two men can get married and there is nothing wrong with it. How will a nation like that prosper? Do you know this load shedding is a spirit? Hello? He says there is a spirit behind this load shedding. And that spirit, if we don't deal with it, is taking South Africa to the dark ages. Believe me. This is how Nigeria did it and many of the multinational companies left and unemployment became the order of the day. We are seeing it now. 11 million people unemployed in South Africa. Because companies can't, can, you can't grow under this condition. I mean, look at a church like us. We're using a generator right now. To fill up our tank is almost 10,000 rents. And you use it in one or two services. How much is the offering tonight? So meaning that every offering that comes in tonight is going for diesel. How will we pay electricity? How will we pay the church staff? How are we going to continue? Are we together? Do you see what we are saying? So imagine if we are a business. How will you employ more people? Having play, all your money is going to diesel. And yet, at the end of the month, the bill from city of Joburg has not reduced. Hello? I don't know. Did yours reduce? Please talk back to me now. When there was electricity and when there is no electricity, the bill did not reduce. Pray for more righteous men. That's why we need 100,000 people saved. We need 1 million people saved. We need 20 million people saved. So that peradventure one of them can be a president. That for the first time, South Africa will have a godly president. A godly man or a godly woman leading us, who wakes up in the morning, prays in tongues, and say, "God, what do you have for this nation? What do you have?" Last year, before the burning down of the malls in Devon, in January we were praying. You all remember? I told you guys. I say, listen. I saw a demon while I was praying. I was in this auditorium here for three days three nights no food no water praying and as i walked i walked down this aisle then i'm not sure if we have done this extension i walked towards that direction i saw this monkey jumping from one end of the door to the other outside i was inside the gate is locked this monkey is big is like almost the size of a human being just running i said hey lord what is this he said that's the demon satan has sent into south africa that in the middle of the year, there was going to... Who was here when I said that? And I said, please let us pray. This is not going to be xenophobia. This is fight between South Africans. Did it happen or not? Now imagine if a president received that. Who has the ability to stop it? That's why we need godly men. So that they can receive things from heaven. Can receive things, but here they are. Everything they are doing is guesswork. He said, "We will hire minister for electricity." (laughs) Then another guy they call Rasmatas came out and said, "Load shedding is going to end when? Come on now, are you here? Don't be scared of them. They are not here. Even if they are, you are my son and daughter." Rasmatas says, "What?" Those shedding will end when? 2023. They asked him in January. He said, Am I ESCOM? <laughs> <laughs> ah, God help our land. Oh boy. God give us godly men. We need godly men and women. We need, we need God. We really need God to intervene. We need God. We need God. Our leaders don't know what they are doing. All of them. And I don't count anybody to say this one will. Because I know politicians. I, I, I've, been, I've been growing. I'm now 50 something years old. I grew up having politicians. Many of my friends now who we went to varsity are the ones in Nigeria who are leading. Who are now governors. Uh, you know, ministers. Ministers and members of House of Assembly. When we were growing up, they were saying, I wish I was the leader. But now they are there. Corruption has multiplied a billion times. Are we together, church? Because everybody is seeking for their own. Everybody is seeking. People will pile up money, load it in Swiss account. Swiss account is full of African leaders' monies. And yet, their own people are struggling. People will take gold, oil, and trade it that belongs to the whole nation. Trade it and pocket the money. How can a country like Zimbabwe be struggling? How can? Blessed and still struggling. How can? How can many, all the helpers in Joburg are all Zim Zim people? All, many of the helpers are from Zimbabwe. A nation so blessed. I remember a time when Zimbabwe passport was visa-free to UK. Of course, I don't even need to ask whether it is still now. till now. It's not possible. Because if it's visa-free, there will be nobody in Zimbabwe. I guarantee even the president will move to UK and, and, and operate his office from UK. Are we together, church? that's what we are facing but God is raising a generation who are ready to hazard their life for the gospel for the gospel may you be that person we're going to pray church we're going to pray so when I do, when I believe God for great things I'm believing it for who for who now, for God I don't want to be like my spiritual father told us is. A story. He, he visited one time and we were having lunch in Pretoria and he told me the story. I was sitting with him having lunch. And he said, you know, son, I went to preach for a guy in Congo. In DRC. Pastors, God help us. He said, I got to the church. First, I landed in DRC. They came to pick me up with all kinds of cars. And they all belonged to the pastors. Pastors. And then they took me to the hotel. In the evening, they picked me up to come and preach. When I got to the church, the church was zinc. You know these houses you build in the shacks? With the zinc. It was a big auditorium, but they built it with what? With zinc. And then in the morning, pastor invited me to his house for breakfast. They came to pick me up. Got to pastor's house. mansion. He said, the next evening I came on the pulpit and I said to the congregation, you know he's an old man so he doesn't care whether they invite him again or not. He said, I told the people, this man can build you a house. This is not God. He said, he finished saying it. When he finished preaching, he came down, led people to Christ, came down, the man of God. He said, you know, uh, Papa, our fathers know how to correct us. But you know, you know, sometimes they also joke. You know, he wanted to dilute what my spiritual father said. Then the next night, my spiritual father came up. He said, What I said yesterday, I was serious. I was not joking. <laughs> <laughs> if I perish, I perish. Is a... <laughs> the way I laughed when he told me this story. I almost choked from my breakfast. I told them again, this man. Can build you people a house. How can you be driving all these cars? You are driving into Mkuku. How it would be a shame for me to be driving a Bentley and this church is renting. Is it what? A shame. So, what did I have to do? When I went now, when we were buying the property, and the man says, Since you don't have money to pay, there is a car so outside. Is it yours? Yes. Okay. Uh, you want it there is instanta there is the key, you can have it let's have the property why would I be dropping, driving Bentley into a rented place say no somebody shout no Uh -uh. God must have a house first I say God's house must be comfortable first say amen somebody you see These are the little, little things that God sees. And some people have become a treasure in God's heart. While you yourself, everything you are dying for is me, myself, and I. Faith for giant strides. I needed to start my message like this. So that when you pray, your prayer will change. You have been praying for bread and butter and yet you are hungry. Uh -uh. It's time to change the kind of prayer. Say amen, somebody change the kind of prayer you must hear me pray in the morning father in the name of jesus i call south africa to her knees i declare in the name of jesus everybody in this nation tends to the lord i pray from the president father let your hand be released upon them we declare south africa a righteous nation In the name of Jesus, we tear down every stronghold of Satan that he has built for generations. We tear down corruption. We tear down homosexuality. We tear down adultery. We tear down. That's how we pray. That's how we pray. That's how we pray. So that God's purpose will be established. Not Father, I need a car. I need bread. I need butter. You finish praying that prayer. You live there very unfulfilled. Very unfulfilled. Oh man, there is a story I would like to read for you. Luke chapter 16 verse 16. Let's close with that as we pray. Luke 16 and verse 16. Luke chapter 16 and verse 16. Are you here? Luke chapter 16 and verse 16. the Bible says the law and the prophets were until John and since that time the kingdom of God is preached and everyone pressed it into it see it I'm looking for it is easier are we are we in Luke uh I'm looking for the parable of the just hold on let me find it myself there's a parable of a guy that planted a his band and his band brought plenty of Luke twelve. Media, did you find it? All right. Let's see. Yeah. There you go. Luke twelve sixteen. That's right. Luke twelve sixteen. Please put it for us on the screen. The Bible says he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain member of House of Treasures brought forth billions in 2024. Say amen to that. Next verse. And he thought within himself. The problem was not the ground bringing forth. That's God's plan for you. That your ground will bring forth this year. Mm -mm. Say amen like you are serious. He said he thought within himself saying, what shall I do? This guy called for a meeting with himself. Can you imagine that? He called for a meeting with himself. And said, what shall I do? Because I have room. No room to bestow or where to bestow my fruits. I have too much. I don't even know where to keep them. Next verse. And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my pants and build what? Greater for who for himself say for himself and there will i bestow how many all my fruits and my goods this guy perhaps in that company there were staff he had employees he didn't even think of his employees listen when your business grows, bless your employees the more say amen somebody says i will this is what he said i will say to my soul so somebody say so can you imagine he didn't even say i will talk to my body he went straight to the soul this guy was really serious i don't think i've ever talked to my soul maybe you should talk to your soul meaning that your soul can be spoken to say amen somebody he said to his soul Look at your neighbor and say, Hello, soul. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, I'm talking to your soul now. He hmm. <laughs> says, says, I will say to my soul, So thou hast much goods laid up for how many years? Many years. Take thy ease, stop fasting. All this declaring 21 days For what? We are already blessed We are driving Jaguar Lamborghini Rolls Royce Bentley Mercedes We are dedicating cars every day Why fast? Take it easy This your Christianity is too much How can you stay without having a boyfriend That services you? You are not a car This is your Christianity that can't drink alcohol. Take it easy. easy. He is the E speaking to you? This is your Christianity. Are you different? Or is your holier than thou? All these, you know, fanatics. Take it easy. Let's have easy Christianity. Where I can be married and I still go and have girlfriends outside of my marriage. Take it easy. How many people have heard those words, spoken to them? Take it easy. Don't go too far. Don't be too extreme. I mean, everybody is stealing money. Why can't you steal? Why can't you steal? Everybody is involved in this thing going on. Why can't you be part of it? Apostle? stop preaching about this homosexual thing. It's not, I mean, other pastors are not talking about it. Take it easy. Take it easy. Stop talking against adultery, fornication, living foul, living a wayward life, being a slave queen on the Instagram and offloading all your clothes and just take a picture with underwear Apostle stop Take it easy Everybody is Everybody is doing it I saw a stupid pastor He posted his wife On underwear And said you know You know There is nothing wrong With having my wife With underwear In the beach And just put it On social media I said You foul spirit That I must be sitting On Instagram Analyzing your wife's boobs A pastor because now you are a man of god so the people that follow you are christians and then we must start analyzing your wife's cheeks hello okay you are all right let me that's too holy for you let's let's move on take it easy eat drink and be merry don't join the fast be merry I can promise you now, many people sitting in this church, maybe not here. Maybe even here. Let's, I mean, I, I must be joking. I, I can't deceive myself. I don't believe everybody here is fasting. Remove pregnant women. Remove mothers that are breastfeeding. Remove those who are on medication for sickness, and disease but there are people See, as I'm talking now full able bodied men this morning we are all on a fast the blue egg bread, sausage keep naming them ham cheese baked beans then wash it down with hot coffee or hot chocolate. You can see I'm hungry. <laughs> the way I'm describing the food. Hallelujah. In a church like this, able-bodied men, you can't fast. Church, we are in those days where fasting must be irregular. Believe me, you can't be anything if you neglect fasting. I have not seen a giant in this kingdom who does not tell story of fasting who don't tell story of fasting until they almost died i have not seen one i have not when i was in my 20s early 20s i did eight days dry fasting that was the first time i did (laughs) eight days on the eighth day i couldn't stand i was on the floor crawling But we were sorting out our destiny ahead. Today our problem is not food. Hello? If I want to, if it was possible to eat in 20 restaurants at once, I can do it now. But that's not what we were. We were sorting out our destiny. Some of you can't. We we are doing things like this and you are are eating and marrying. As you get home now, Wai Chukucha is what you are playing. Not holy gospel. Amen. I know there are so many of them that have come out now. I don't know them. The one I can remember and the reason I remember Wai Chukucha those years when he came out there was this guy. He was on Facebook. They called him and said his mother died. He was listening to Wai Chukucha. Oh, Umama is dead. Wai Chukucha, Wai Chukucha, Wai Chukucha. Oh, why chukucha? He was crying, oh, but why chucucha? Why chukucha? Why chukucha? He couldn't stop. That's why I remember that song. It has become my song. <laughs> Amen. Somebody. Beloved, it's time. Let's finish this scripture. But God said to him, Thou fool, may you not be a fool before God. This night when when thy soul shall be what, Recom- meaning that every night when you sleep, your, well not every night. Some nights your soul is called for meeting. And when your soul gets to that meeting, what are these? What's your soul saying? God said, "I will summon, I will require your soul. I'm going to summon your soul for meeting. Let him come and explain all this. Me, myself, and I." If you keep reading, the Bible says, Then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? Church, do you know that if you die today, all that house you are laboring for is gone? You're not going to live in it again. In fact, in essence, everything you own, you are renting. Because this is not your home. The Bible says, the last verse 21, So is he that layered up treasure. For who? And not for who? Not rich towards God. Are you rich towards God? You see me stand here every day. I tell you I did this. When we bought this land, I sold seven of my houses for us to acquire this property. How many? Seven. I don't know anybody that is in this church that can do that. I don't if there is one, please stand up. You can sell your house to give the money to this church. Stand up. I don't know anyone. Seven house before they got, i'm among God's altar. Seven houses I sold. They paid me the cash. I wired to the lawyers. Seven. My late wife, when she saw I had given up my cars, given up houses, she said to me, Baby, I also need to give up something. That's when we sold her Q7. Veronica, they are here were witnesses, Dickie Michael, they are here. Sold our car. We used the money to pay Mr. Aga, the previous owner, for that month. Are you rich towards God? I came to ask you a question tonight. Are you rich towards yourself or towards God? And let me tell you, God never forgets. I still remember the, the, the prophecy Arome gave me when he stood on this altar. Apostle Arome when he said, listen, he saw while in prayer, there were seven administrative thrones that governed the church in South Africa. Those of you who are not here, I'm repeating verbatim. And he says, right now, six of them are empty. Only one is occupied. And right in this conference, God has elevated you to one of those thrones. And he said, the reason is because your sacrifice is captured in the house of God. This man has not heard my story. God told him that my sacrifice is captured where? In this house. In this house. My sacrifice is here. My blood is here. I've laid down my life both materially and spiritually for this house. And I'm still doing so. I wake up every morning three, four hours in prayer for you. Hello. Are you here? Apostle, why are you bragging? I'm not bragging. I'm telling you how these things are done. So that you stop living for yourself. So that you can see the hand of God in 2024. It's just a lot of selfishness in the church that must change. And in Jesus' name, I pray you receive this message with love. I pray you receive this message with understanding that from this year it's time for me to live for God. It's time to do great things for who? For God. It's time for me to be rich towards God, not for myself. Let me be rich towards God. Am I saying you will not enjoy? Yes, you will enjoy. I live in a house today. I drive cars. I have clothes. But I'm rich towards God. I cannot see things in the house of God and just keep quiet and say, nothing can be done. No, I can't. Let us be rich towards God. Let me tell you something. God knows how to pay back. And when He pays you, the whole world will know. The whole world will. You know, the other day I was talking to Apostle Joshua Selman. He has called me all kinds of names. He has called me the Bishop of South Africa. He has called me the Apostle of South Africa. He has called me the Landlord of South Africa. He has called me the Mayor of South Africa. Every time I call him, he gives me a name. You know why? It's not that one needs the title. But he's trying to say God has lifted you in that nation. Say Amen. Let me tell you. God only lives through sacrifice. You have to believe God to sacrifice yourself for him. The reason why today Abraham is God the father of all of us all is that one day God placed a demand on a man and said, take your son. After waiting almost all his life, give birth to this child at 100 years. And then God now tells him, sacrifice this boy. And Abraham had the audacity to take this boy to Mount Moriah and place this boy on the altar. And today, you cannot preach this gospel without Abraham. The Bible says, if you be be Christ, then are you what? Abraham's seed and heirs according to promise. That means as long as we are here on the earth, and even in heaven, we are sons and daughters of Abraham just because of sacrifice please, don't do this convenient Christianity. It does not pay. I can tell you, it doesn't pay. It will not cost you your time. It will not cost you money. It will not cost you your energy. Everything is, people must serve you. People must do it for you. That kind of Christianity is for babies. It's time to sacrifice our life for the gospel. That's why I told you yesterday, I said, don't miss today because this is the starting point of greatness you really want to be great take the message I've preached tonight serious I will lay down my life for the cause of this gospel I will serve God with my blood come hell or high waters it's time to stop making excuses for not coming to church Petro is high I don't have time I don't do this it's time to stop making excuses why you can't win souls If you do a birthday party today You can invite 30 people Instanta But you cannot bring one person to church To come and give their life to Christ Something is wrong with our Christianity today And I want us to change the narrative As we are in this fast Change the narrative I'm going to be great for who? Why will I seek greatness? Why do I want to be rich? Why do I want to prosper? Why must I pray? Everything I do is for God. Stand on your feet. Let's close. I live for God. I live for God. I live for Him. Become the sacrifice. I'll be a living sanctuary. Somebody sing it. Lord, prepare me a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving. I'll be a living sanctuary for you. I want you to lift up your hands and just tell God, I've become a living sacrifice from today. Lord, I place my life on the altar for you. I place it for you. I place it on the altar as a living sacrifice. I'm seeking for greatness for you. The Bible says, Is the fool that is laying up treasures for himself and not reach towards God? I lay down my life for you, Jesus. I lay it down for others to be saved. Like Esther, I cannot be in the palace. Why my brethren are about to perish? Rather. I will go before the king and request for their freedom. If I perish, let me perish. Somebody lay down your life as a living sacrifice. He said, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord. Are you praying? He says, be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed. By the renewing of your mind Lay down your life as a living sacrifice Pure and holy Tried and true With thanksgiving I'll be your living Sanctuary for you. Somebody pray, Lord, prepare me a sanctuary pure and holy, tried and true. We thank you i'll be a living sanctuary for you jesus i lay down my life oh god i lay down all that i have i lay it all before you i lay it all jesus thank you holy spirit father as i pray tonight ask god for something for the kingdom lord anoint me to heal cancer anoint me father i've been believing you for this anoint me that every person Struggling with cancer, that when they come in contact with me, that cancer will die out of their body. Lord, anoint me. You will profit from it, Lord. I promise you that I will win souls, millions of souls suffering from cancer. Lord, I will bring them to you to the Lord, anoint me father. Let that anointing that's all I request from you this year. That's all I'm asking for, Jesus. Give me the anointing to deal with cancer, all forms of cancer. Lord, I seek this because I'm seeking it for your good. Jesus, ask God for something. Those of you who are in business, who God has called as the Joseph of Arimathea, let God make you a multi-millionaire for the kingdom, not for yourself for the kingdom let him know that he will profit from you if he increases and builds your business let god anoint you and you will use it for soul winning somebody pray make a commitment of sacrifice i know we are over time but it's time to commit to jesus this is not a bread and butter service this is not give me a car service this is not give me a house service this is lord I am seeking for greatness for your good, for you. He says, so is he. The person who, that layeth up treasures for himself and not reached towards God is a fool. And I pray tonight, I will not be a fool. You will not be a fool in 2024. Lord, we lay it all down.